Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to Go For It. This is Joe. So happy to have you guys back today. Each day, each week, each month, and each year. So thankful for all of you. And thank you for your emails and your text messages and your phone calls. It really makes this worthwhile, knowing I'm bringing on fantastic guest experts and knowing we're giving you the content that you deserve. So thank you so much for all of that. And remember, this show now today is being sponsored by Go For It Media Group, helping you expand your brand utilizing media. So that's this radio show, other podcasts, writing books, and as Brian's going to talk today about speaking, because he owns speakers, Speaker Match, so I'm really excited to bring him on today. But remember also, I am also a speaker, a voiceover artist, and international best-selling author. Now, my Go For It Media Group is all about helping you get out there and get your name out there. We help you expand your brand, all right? So it's so much fun bringing you what you deserve in your life and your business. And you can go for more information on me. You can go to joehosman.com and you can read testimonials there. If you have more information about me, you feel free to email me, joe at joehosman.com. I'm more than happy to help you with all of that. So again, being sponsored today by Go For It Media Group. Now today, I am bringing on a wonderful guest expert. He was actually introduced to me by Mr. Tom Antion, who was on here just a few weeks ago. Actually, Tom's been on a couple of times. But Brian is the founder and creator of SpeakerMatch.com. Now, if you are an inspiring speaker or you're looking for a speaker, this is the place to go. It is the world's largest online speakers bureau. He came up with the idea for SpeakerMatch.com after trying to line up a speaking gig for himself to help cover the expenses of a trip to California. When Brian could not find anyone to help him, he created a company to help folks like himself land speaking opportunities, and the rest is dot-com history. Well, that's what we do, isn't it? We solve problems, and that's how entrepreneurship is born. Now, SpeakerMatch.com helps line up thousands of speakers on all sorts of topics with meeting and event planners who need speakers. From local service clubs to the biggest speaking events in America, Brian Kaplovitz, thank you, and welcome to Go For It. Well, it's great to be here. Thanks, Joe. Thank you for coming on today. Uh, It's just so wonderful when Tom introduced us, and I just know that I wanted you on the show, and I've heard about Speaker Match. So tell us a little bit about it, and what exactly is Speaker Match? So uh, it helps if you think of Speaker Match as an advertising platform for speakers. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really more of a marketplace, though. If you're a speaker, it's a place for you to create a profile and post your information so that meeting planners can find you. So it's one of the hardest things for meeting planners, especially if they're looking for somebody in the emerging speaker market. And one of the Mm -hmm. hardest things is for them to find that talent, people that have a message to share that aren't looking to, to, you know, collect a big paycheck at the end or, you know, if a meeting planner doesn't have a big budget to spend hard for mm-hmm. them to find people in that category. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a place for the two sides to meet each other, for the speakers and meeting planners to meet each other. That is so cool. So you came up with the idea really because you were trying to solve a problem, right? So you were trying to Absolutely. solve your own problem. 
Yeah. Absolutely. So I had a couple of things going on. I was working for a consulting firm, and my boss told me that I could earn some extra money if I spoke at some conferences. And, uh, you know, I I love to travel. I had a cousin that was getting married, and uh, I wanted to go out to his wedding, but, you know, funds were low. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, those things kind of came together. I was looking for places to speak. I was thinking maybe if somebody had a speaking event out in California at about the same time as the wedding, then they would pay for my trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, I realized that it wasn't easy for me as somebody that had a message to share but wasn't a professional speaker. It wasn't easy for me to find people who were looking to bring somebody like me into their event. I know. That's what that's what a lot of speakers have that problem with, right? That's exactly what they have the problem with. They 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 know what they want to talk about, but they don't know where to go or where you said, you know, trying to find them into the event. So how did you get them to get you there? Which I'm assuming you did, but maybe you didn't. Tell us how that one all all happened. Well, it kind of the whole thing kind of started because I was looking for that. I I was just Mm -hmm. trying to figure out where do speakers go to find jobs. And mm-hmm. also, I have to say, at the same time that this was happening, the consulting firm that I was with was undergoing a lot of changes. They were acquired by a, a, a big new internet startup, and a lot of my coworkers were getting laid off. And I was okay. kind of thinking that uh, you know something was going to be happening to me soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking on sites like monster.com, you know, career builder trying to find out what other jobs were out there. And I realized there's nothing like this for speakers. How is there not anything like this for speakers? And that's kind of how that whole idea just came together. Just a number of things that were working, you know, for me at the, I was at the right time at the right place with the right things going on in my life to kind of put it all together. That's fantastic. So when you first started Speaker Match, I heard you speak on this uh, topic. Uh, so when you first started Speaker Match, is it different than what it is now? It's very different because that was uh, <laughs> almost 20 years ago. And that was really at the very, very early stages of the Internet. So mm-hmm. at the time, uh, there were mostly uh, like more like advertising websites. There, there weren't adver- uh, There weren't websites that were database driven. You know, they didn't have anything you could do with them other than just look up information. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were a few, but uh, it was certainly not very common. Uh, actually, email was even relatively new. Not everybody even right. had email. Right. Yeah, because so, that was like uh, what 1999 or so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I started 2000 at the end of 2001. I started putting mm-hmm. this all together. So. Yeah, it was uh, it was a different world. And for speakers, if uh, if they wanted to get their information to a meeting planner, what they needed to do was have a speaker packet that was a very well put together packet with a demo video that was on a DVD or even at the time a lot of people were still using VHS. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, and they they had to put that together in a box, usually a you know FedEx uh, overnight shipping and send that to the meeting planner. So it was very expensive for speakers to get their information in front of meeting planners. And if they wanted to get their information in front of a lot of meeting planners, it was very, very expensive. Uh-huh. But that has changed. That that, that aspect, is the, the whole idea that you can connect 
through uh, connect to somebody online in so many different ways, email, social networks, websites, all those kinds of things just has really changed the entire landscape of the business. It has. And you know what? Now you're aging me because I remember. <laughs> I remember yeah. the demo videos and the speaker packet. All of a sudden, I'm like, oh my gosh, he's right. <laughs> That's what we had to do back in the day. Now, I will say 20 years ago, I, w- I had no desire to speak. I used to be scared to death of speaking in front of a group. And just through perseverance, really, is when how, how I got that. But yes, 20 years ago, so when I started my virtual assistant business in 2005, I, you know, I grew it on the internet, but that was way before social media even came into play. So kudos to you for growing it out on the internet before social media or anything. But you're right. Now with social media, everything has just changed so much. It definitely has. So it's, uh, it's changed a lot of things in the speaking industry, and uh, it, it's, it's been really interesting to see how everything has evolved. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now for speakers, because of Speaker Match, now they can just put everything right onto your site, and then the the speak the people, event planners, and those type of people looking for speakers can just come there, and then they don't have to send out all that stuff, do they? Or maybe they do after they've contacted them. <laughs> well, I will let your listeners in on a little secret, a little oh, known good. secret, mm-hmm. so especially. For emerging speakers, Mm -hmm. emerging speakers, one of the biggest mistakes that they make is that they click, send, and forget about the application. So they let a meeting planner know, yes, I'm interested, and then they just forget about it. They think the meeting planner is going to look at all their information online and get everything they know, and they're done. And it's a lot like, you know, in the old days, people would uh, send a resume into a classified ad in the newspaper and never hear back from the company that they sent something to. Mm-hmm. So the the problem is that if you do that, if you just click send and forget about it, your chances are not very good at getting hired. People that take the extra steps required to really follow up and stay involved with a meeting planner are going to find the most success in this business. So really going back to that old way of sending things in the mail makes a huge difference. It doesn't mean that you don't do it anymore. It just means that you have additional ways to support the material that you send through the mail. Mm-hmm. Well, and what I tell people, follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. And, you know, I, I, it seems so easy, but yet for some it's so hard. And really, that's what you're just talking about. It's like you have to follow up with that event planner. You have to follow up with, if they're coming, if you're sending stuff to them or they're reaching out to you, you need to follow up with them. And that's how I've gotten a lot of my speaking engagements because I follow up, follow up, follow up. So that's exactly right. You either, if you have have a book to send, I suppose you send a book. That's what I do. Or if you have other things that you can send them that talks more about you and what you've talked about before in the past, send it. Like, get it out there and, you know, get it in front of their hands. And and what I also say is maybe, and uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, but if they don't hire you, maybe they'll refer you on to somebody else that will hire you. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You have to be top of mind. And this is not just the speaking business. This is small business in general, really. It's business. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. be the best speaker in the world, but if event planners and booking services don't know you exist, 
you won't ever be hired. So mm-hmm. You need exposure. You need an, a unique selling proposition. You need all of those things that you know, everybody needs to do in business to stand out from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say unique selling proposition, a lot of people have mm-hmm. problems with that. So what do you describe that to us? Describe what a unique selling proposition is, because I know people ask me that sometimes, and I want to get other people's opinion on it. Yeah, so a lot of speakers approach this business uh, with the idea that they can speak in front of a crowd. Wind, you know, they say, wind me up and I, and I, I can go. Wind me up and I'll speak. Mm-hmm. I can talk about anything. I can be motivational, inspirational. So having that, that kind of a message for meeting planners doesn't really set you apart because everybody's saying that. Everybody's saying that they're motivational and inspirational, that they're entertaining, <laughs> that uh, they can uh, make your audience feel good, that they can inspire your audience to do better things. But that's not enough. What makes you unique as a speaker is something that really is your, you have a signature story as a speaker, you have, you have your own stories, you have your own stories, you have your own life adventures that you can share with an audience in a way that nobody else can. And the more mm-hmm. you can target your, uh, your focus, the better it is. So if you speak to uh, operating room nurses, for example, there probably mm-hmm. aren't a whole lot of people that do that. If you speak to dental veterinarians, you know, um, you know, that's very specific. But mm-hmm. the more you can, you can customize your talks and the more you can specify who your audience is, the more likely it is the meeting planner knows that you're going to work for them and for their event. Mm-hmm. So that unique selling proposition is really just making sure that a meeting planner looks at what you have and says, you know what, Joe would be perfect for this event. Not only would she be perfect for this event, but I would be foolish not to bring her in because mm-hmm. she's so perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're trying to get to. As a marketer, you're trying to get that reaction from the person reading your material and looking at your material. You want them to feel like there is no better choice than you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the more niche you can get, the better. The more you know, and that's what better. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. can't just say you're a motivational spe- speaker. That's not enough. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's, it can be hard to really figure out like what your niche is sometimes, but I tell you what, if you can niche it down, oh my goodness. I think if you can niche it down, more doors are going to uh, be wide open for you, but also the better the speech you're going to have because it's going to be something that resonates with you and also with your audience, and you're going to feel more comfortable speaking about it. Right, and you don't have to, you don't have to come up with a niche that is the one and only niche. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking, for example, at an event being put on by... Uh, ExxonMobil, then already inherent in the, the organization itself, you can kind of figure out what might resonate with that crowd. So although you might be a motivational speaker, you can certainly target your program ideas, your program names, the titles of the talks that you give, a little description about the talk that you give, and make it fit that audience. Mm-hmm. So exactly. You can do a, do niching that way. Yeah. 
And let me tell you, give you an example, and then we'll have to go to break. But I, well, you know what? We're going to talk about it after break. We only have like 30 seconds until break. So we'll go to break, and then when we come back, I have an example exactly on the same subject because I was just emailed yesterday about a speaking engagement I have in a couple months, and they're wanting me to really niche it down a little bit more. So when we come back after break, we're going to talk about that. And then with Brian, we have a lot more information to talk about about Speaker Match because I want you, my audience, to know all about Speaker Match and how you can be included in it, how you can join it, and also if you're looking for speakers or if you're an emerging speaker. So, ladies and gentlemen, for more information, you can go to speakermatch.com or you can, if you have questions for this live show, would love to have you call in. It's one 866 472 And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month media package. This is an $800 value. My Go For It Media Group helps you expand your brand utilizing media. Finding your media outlets to promote your business, including my Go For It radio show. Check out joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my best selling book, coaching, and training programs, support for the radio show, and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com today for this special offer. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it welcome back to go for it my show here on voice america so glad you're listening today speaking with the wonderful Brian Kaplovitz of speakermatch.com now right before the break we're talking about our unique selling proposition um, kind of niching down what you speak about. And I'm going to give an example because sometimes we have to change a little bit what we're going. So in a couple months, I'm going to be speaking to a group of farmers' wives at a big conference that they have. Now, unfortunately, this year, the farming economy has not been good because we've had a lot of flooding. And my speech is going from grief to great. 
what I usually talk about is, and grief doesn't always have to be like the loss of a physical loved one. It can be anything that's related to grief. So she emailed me and she said, hey, I know this is your speech. Can you also add in talking about the farmers and how this can relate in the farming method, which I already planned on doing that anyways. But I said, yes, I totally understand. I, you know, I've talked to many farmers because I know quite a few of them and I understand the grief that they're going through. So from that point of view, I'm going to retailor my speech just a little bit to include all of that information. So I didn't lose the job because I'm able to, um, change up just a little bit of what I'm speaking about. And that's what we talked about before break is really focusing in on what that event planner needs and what you have that you can offer them. So I just want to give that example out there. So Brian, back to you. (laughs) (laughs) So on speaker, on speakermatch.com, how do people get on there? And then what are their chances of getting booked? So those are great questions. So one of my favorite questions is, how do I mm-hmm. buy your service? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if, they, if anybody's interested in Speaker Match, just go to speakermatch.com. Uh, at the top of the homepage, there's one uh, big, big side that says, for, if you're a meeting planner, the other side is for speakers. So whichever side you're coming from, it's really easy to get started. The Speaker Match service is set up as a subscription platform so like I said, it, it helps if you think of it as an advertising site. It's very inexpensive. It starts at about $29.95 every four weeks to create a profile on the site so that meeting planners have access to that and can learn about you and who you are and uh, be able to find you because we make it really easy for meeting planners to find Speaker Match. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's through our SEO and, and other things. Um, second question that you had was how successful can you be? How, you know, how, how well can you do as a speaker? That is a lot more nuanced, the answer to that, but I get asked mm-hmm. that all the time and it really does depend. I know people hate that answer, but I'll try and make it a little bit easier for people to kind of figure out what that means for them. So it depends on where you are. So, you know, meeting planner could have an event in New York and if you're in Florida and they don't have a big budget, then it's probably unlikely that you're going to be there, uh, be able to make it to just their event. Uh, but if you happen to be in New York uh, for another event at the same time that somebody wants you to speak and they don't have a big fee, then that might work out for you. But it depends on where you are, what your topic is is and you know some topics have a lot more appeal than others uh it depends a little bit on how well known you are in any particular area so you know it could be in the college world it could be in a a very niched part of the college world it could be uh something in business but you know if you've written a book or if you've spoken at other conferences or you know if you have some notoriety in the field that can definitely make a big difference as to how successful you can be. But really the biggest difference is going to be made by exactly what you were talking about, Joe. You were talking about follow-up, and the key Mm -hmm. is in the follow-up. The money is in the follow-up. People that do not follow up are not going to be nearly as successful as the people that do not practice great follow-up. Persistent follow-up, pleasantly persistent follow-up is what I like to say. Mm -hmm. And... Mm -hmm. A huge part of this business, again, I work with emerging speakers, 
So if you're not making at least $5,000 a speech and aren't speaking full-time, you know, to, you're not earning a full-time living as a speaker, then I consider you to be an emerging speaker. And in this market, the most important thing, other than follow-up, is your marketing, how well you're able to, uh, to explain to a meeting planner in your words, in your, uh, in, in your copy on the website and in your promotional materials, how well you're able to describe to a meeting planner, explain to a meeting planner that, again, they would be foolish not to bring you in. Meeting planners do not generally know the speakers very well in this industry. If they know you, they're going to ask for you. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, meeting planners are just looking online. They're asking their friends and colleagues and relatives if they know of a good speaker. They may put something in their trade newsletter or on their company website that says, we're looking for speakers for this event. You know, usually, you know, again, not a big budget, $1,500, $2,500, $500, no fee. Um, we're looking for somebody. And then they'll do some searching online. They look at Speaker Match and lots of other websites. They'll do a Google search and see what they can find. And they are just looking at the, you know, how you look. They're looking at the materials that the speakers are putting out there themselves, their marketing material. And if you look like you know what you're doing, if you look like a professional, if you look like an expert in their industry, if it looks like you have a great topic, if it looks like you have energy and enthusiasm, if it looks like you're not going to be standing at the front of the room holding on to the lectern, reading from PowerPoint slides or a prepared speech, you know, it's, those are all good things. So meeting planners are just looking for somebody that looks the part. And the, that's, that's a huge part of your marketing. It is huge. And to have like a one sheet or any other kind of marketing material you can have. And then also video, I'm assuming video of you speaking and really showing like what you're doing as a speaker. Yeah, because I get bored watching people just stand up there if they have a PowerPoint. A few PowerPoints are okay, but after a while you're like, okay, just get to the gist of what you're talking about. <laughs> but that's how yeah, I video- And other people might like that, but I don't like it. So I'd rather hear stories and I'd rather hear how that relates to them. So video is a little tricky. Video, if you would have asked me this a couple of years ago, maybe even two years ago, I probably would have had an even slightly different answer. And the reason is because people's expectations have changed a lot in the past Mm -hmm. few years. It used to be that you could send out a relatively low-quality video, demo video, on a VHS tape, and a meeting planner could get a good idea for who you were, but they weren't too picky about the sound, the sound quality or the video quality uh, or even how it was edited together. You know, if it, was, it looked like it was done on a you know, handy cam, uh, that was okay. And maybe even three, four years ago, maybe two years ago, if you recorded something that was not so great on a cell phone, that might be okay. Today, people are more picky. They're looking for HD quality video. They're looking for really great edits. They're looking for some slick, uh, you know, captions on the screen or graphics on the screen. And they absolutely need the best quality audio. So you have to be really well mic'd for a video 
unless you're doing some kind of a voiceover. And the music that you have over it, all those things are really important. It's super easy to get it done. You could probably hire a high school kid or a college kid to edit your video and make everything sound and look great. But if you're going to have a video, you need to have it top-notch quality. Otherwise, just don't do it because Mm -hmm. you will pale in comparison to all the other speakers that are doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that video thing is, um, <laughs> I'm, I, I speak, but I, I, I'm certainly not one that, you know, I like you, I'm an emergency speaker, emerging speaker. So I don't have, I don't have a video of me. I mean, I love talking on radio. That's what I love doing. I love talking on radio and I love talking in front of a group, but yeah, for a video, I do not have that. So it's good to know that it has to be HD quality and also the audio on there has to be HD quality. But I love even more. They say hire a high school kid. They know my, my neighbor (laughs) girl who's 13, she, she and a a friend, they had to do a class project. They had to do a video. And I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, Oh, we're cutting and pasting. We're taking this out. I'm like, you're doing what? (laughs) I didn't even know what she was doing. And she got an A on it. So 13 years old, they know what they're doing. Yeah. I have, I have uh, three kids. My, uh, my oldest is just starting college this year. And I have one in middle school, one in elementary school, and even in elementary school, they're doing video projects, and the videos are unbelievable. When we go to see these things for the parent showcases, it's like, wow, it's incredible. My 10-year-old daughter uses a uh, video program. She makes these short little videos. Have you heard of TikTok? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. That, so usually if, you're not a, usually if you're not like a 10-year-old girl, you haven't heard about it, but you're in the know. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's because I have a neighbor girl. The videos that they, <laughs> they, they have special effects on there. They've got the, you know, slick sound and everything, and they can put together amazing looking videos. Again, they're, you know, a few seconds long, maybe 30 seconds, a minute, but amazing what they can do. So if you are a professional speaker or emerging professional speaker, you need to be able to do at least as well as a 10 year old. Absolutely. Absolutely. And have no fear of going and asking one either because they love to help too. They really do. They, um, they like to show that they're smarter than us sometimes, which is fine with me. I'm, I'm all about it. So let's get back to speaker match because I'm really interested now how, so when I go and I put my, put my profile on there and of course I have my, uh, my, my unique selling proposition, my marketing material. So if they were to come to me, they send me an email on Speaker Match, or do they connect by phone? How does that all work? So there's two ways it works for you as a speaker and really for meeting planners. So mm-hmm. meeting planners can find you by they, – they do a Google search. They're looking for an etiquette expert in Los Angeles. They type that into Google. They will come up with Speaker Match or hopefully even a you know, specific speaker on Speaker Match. If mm-hmm. they get to that speaker's page and that speaker looks really interesting to them, they can request information from that speaker directly. We call that a direct request. Oh, okay. And they can, they, if they do that, they usually pick a few, a handful of speakers to, uh, they invite them to make a proposal. Mm-hmm. If a meeting planner does not find exactly what they're looking for, then they have the ability to post a request to our open call job board. And as a speaker, you have access to all of those opportunities that are posted to the job board of open calls. Mm-hmm. And 
you can apply to any of those. Interesting. Now, how many is usually on there on a given day, or does it just matter? I mean, it just kind of depends on what... Yeah, it varies, uh, it varies how long listings stay on, uh, but in general, it's not a whole lot of listings that come to the open call job board. We get probably two or three a day that are coming to that system, so maybe 100 or so a month. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good the, number. Yeah. It, it's, it's not bad. You know, it's opportunities that you find out about that you wouldn't have known about otherwise. Exactly. Um, That's what I think, too. Mo- yeah, most speakers are getting booked by the direct request. So meeting planners are going through and kind of handpicking the people that they have the most interest in and inviting those people for uh, for inquiry. Interesting. So that is really – so this is a great avenue. If you're an emerging speaker, this is a great avenue to go as speakermatch.com, especially if you're having a hard time finding – because you can search and search and search and search and search for speaking engagements. And trust me, I've done it. And it's a lot of work. And you have to, like, make the time to do it. But also, once you do it, then you have to work on the follow-up. And like Brian said, that's where a lot of people just drop the ball. And you have to keep going on that follow-up. So Speaker Match is a wonderful place to go and being able to get connected um, from there. So. Now we have like four minutes until break, so I want to really go into more of this, but how much money can you make as a speaker? People that ask me that all the time. How much money can you make and how much money should you ask when you're talking to a meeting planner? So it depends on what your goals are. If if people have different goals coming into this business, if you're a speaker, maybe looking for a cash payment you know, looking for making money from the platform. You might be looking for travel opportunities. You might be looking at speaking as a way to build your business and do some marketing and you don't care about making any money. So it depends on what you're looking for. But a great rule of thumb is anywhere from $15 to $25 per head. So it tends, so if, if there's a, a thousand people in the audience, then $15 a head might make perfect sense. It's uh, towards the higher range, the smaller the audience. So if you have an audience of 50 people, then $25 a head might make sense, you know, $1,250 for, uh, for that size audience. Could be less or more, you know, it's kind of uh, depends on industry and all kinds of other things, but that's a really good rule of thumb. That's really interesting to know because a lot of times they'll ask, so just my own experience, they'll ask, say, How, what's your fee? Well, you can come back and say, what's your budget? You know, do they say 5000 7500 You know, if they say, well, it's $20 per head, well, then now you know you're kind of looking into the right direction if that's where you want to go. Uh, I've well, had... They, I, we, 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 we screen them for you, so we'll get that information. In most cases, oh, we'll let perfect. them know in advance what that, uh, what that stated budget is. But remember, the budget is always flexible. There's always things mm-hmm. you can do. Even if a meeting planner says they don't have any budget or they have a really low budget, there's always ways to get extra funding from them in different ways. And I've got a whole list of things that you can do to uh, get compensated in ways other than getting cash. Oh, well, that's interesting. Okay, then. So that's good to know. So on Speaker Match, you guys already know what the budget is for that speaker for that um, meeting planner. So then they would you would direct that. So when they're doing a direct request, that direct request would say, "This is how much we pay our speakers." So right? in a direct request, the meeting planner will see what your stated fee is. 
Oh, okay. so they generally are going to only ask you if your stated fee is in their range. You have the ability to put varies or available upon request also to kind of get a little bit more uh, opportunities coming your way. But if they post an opportunity to the open call board, then we do post a budget. Okay. That's interesting. I'm glad to know that, and I'm glad to have you clarify that because that is good knowledge to have. So when we come back after break, we're going to talk more about this, and maybe Brian will give us some information on that other. But when we come back after break, we're going to finish up this, and I just this is so interesting to me. I just love learning more about it. And ladies and gentlemen, you go to speakermatch.com for more information or to sign up as a speaker, or if you're an event planner, go ahead and find speakers through there. Or for more information on me, you can go to johosman.com. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, johosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's johosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit johosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month media package. This is an $800 value. My Go For It media group helps you expand your brand utilizing media. Finding your media outlets to promote your business, including my Go For It radio show. Check out johosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my best-selling book, coaching, and training programs, support for the radio show, and much more. Don't wait. Check out johosman.com today for this special offer. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It here on Voice America. Thank you so much for listening today. Brian Kaplowitz with uh, speakermatch.com is our wonderful guest expert today, learning so much information. It's unbelievable. But before we went to break, we talked about different ways how much money you can earn as a speaker. And Brian, you talked a few a little bit about there was other ways. How about give us three ways, other ways besides cash, that you can earn as a speaker? Okay, so one of my very favorites is videotaping services, the video production. So Mm -hmm. often if you go to a big event, they've got a professional video crew who can mic you well 
and they can even do some editing for you. So you can save a lot of money on getting some of that really high-level professional quality videotaping and editing done if you just ask the meeting planner if they mind if they have their team put a little something together for you. Say, I'm just looking for a 60-second clip of what I'm doing here. If you could have them put something together, I would be willing to come and speak at a reduced fee uh, you know, in exchange for that. So that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, often speakers have products. They, they have books or uh, continuing education sets, anything like that. Um, the meeting planner might not have a speaking budget, but they might have a continuing education budget. And so if they can pull money from there to pay for your products, your books, whatever it is, uh, you could do something like, you know, say, I'm willing to speak for less if you'll buy a copy of my book for everyone in attendance. Mm-hmm. So that's a way to not have to sell product at the back of the room. You basically pre-sell it and you're guaranteed some money in advance. Um, another thing that I love, and this is for people that are really looking for uh, the travel, is travel expenses. And uh, it's not just the travel expenses, but, for example, one of my favorite postings that we ever had was for a group of salespeople. It was a reward trip for the top 25 salespeople in this organization. They just wanted to do something fun for their people. It was a trip to Tahiti for the speaker and a partner, and it included elephant rides and snorkeling, all expenses paid. You know, they didn't pay a speaking fee, but you know, that is an adventure that would cost you a lot of money. You, know, you mm-hmm. can do the same thing with cruises and other things like that. Um, so corporate, uh, corporate sponsors and other sponsors uh, often have a considerable amount of money that uh, are consider amount of value in the services and products that they offer that they can offer in exchange for a speaking fee. And I'll throw one mm. more thing in, and that is corporate sure. sponsorship. That's a really overlooked one. So me, uh, speakers can be sponsored by corporations and other organizations for, say, for a year to go and speak at different places. So your job as a speaker is to get booked, but the sponsor is actually paying your fee. So even mm-hmm. if a meeting planner doesn't have a speaking fee for you, it's already covered. And there is no uh, problem in 99.9% of the cases with a sponsor if you get a full speaking fee in addition to what they're paying for your sponsorship. Isn't that great? That's phenomenal. Hmm. Yeah, do you guys help find great. sponsors or you, you just do the speaker and the event planner? The speaker match find the sponsors? Yeah. No, we don't do that. Okay. But we do have uh, resources. If you're interested, you can get in touch with me. Uh, we have resources for learning about sponsorship, and we even have uh, somebody that can help you get corporate sponsors if you're a speaker. Okay, very cool. All right. So that's really good to know, and that's a really good um, that's also where you're, you know, selling yourself, but also negotiation, you know, learning negotiation also with the event planner. So those are great information to know. Now, how about when a speaker comes on? So I'm going to, so if I come on to speaker match, which I probably will now after, after learning more about it, I'm excited. How, what would I put on my profile? So what would Joe put on her profile as a, as an emerging speaker? Or anybody, actually. Okay. 
so there's a couple parts to that question. So mm-hmm. one thing is what do you put, how do you put your profile together? You know, what style do you use to write? And the other thing is what elements do you have in a profile? And I love talking about this stuff because it's all about marketing. Um, most speakers, I think, make a mistake in the way that they create a profile. It's very standard biography, uh, you know, usually what you would see on maybe the back cover of a book or the inside back cover of a, you know, the book jackets. Um, it's just a standard biography. It tells who you are, where you were raised, uh, what your business experience is, maybe a little bit about your family or your education. But what I say to that is, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just not anything interesting. It's just there's it's maybe helpful for a meeting planner to, you know, I don't, I don't really know what it's helpful for. Maybe just so they understand you better, but really what the meeting planner is looking for is to be sold. This is a sales presentation. Your profile, your bio, we call it a bio, but your speaker profile is really a sales letter. And you need to think about it that way. And my favorite way to put together that bio is by telling a story that involves the reader, involves the meeting planner, and makes them care about what you have to say next. So it's important for them to understand very quickly what kind of a speaker you are. What do you talk about? Um, you know, what kind of energy level do you have? They want to be able to figure those things out really quickly. And I hate to say this, but I think it's very true. When a meeting planner is scrolling through lists of speakers on any website, speaker match or anywhere else, when they're looking at lists of speakers, it's not a lot different than searching for a duffel bag on Amazon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you click pretty quickly and say, eh, nope, nope, that's not what I'm looking for. You look at the picture. If you like the picture, then you read a little bit more, but you can quickly just decide, nah, I don't like the price. I don't like, you know, this little description about it. I don't like the guy, whatever. Uh, it doesn't get great reviews. Whatever it is, you just keep clicking and clicking and clicking and clicking until you find something that really captures, you know, what you're looking for. And so as a speaker for your profile, you want to grab that meeting planner and make them stop on your page and say, wow, this is awesome. This is so different. This is you know, this is something that could be great for my audience. So how do you do that? Well, one of the things that we offer on our service is a audio profile. So that's an audio that plays when a meeting planner opens your page. Oh, okay. And you, you want to talk to that meeting planner and say, hey, thanks for visiting my page. My name is Joe, and I speak about these things. But you have to have a really great energy level, and you have to – have something that they care about. I think most meeting planners will stop there and listen if you sound really interesting. And it really helps if you tell a story. So if you're telling it with the audio, that's great. If you don't have the audio, that's okay too. Tell a story in your text. I had a speaker who was an airline pilot, a woman airline, uh, who's an airline pilot. Um, and when you uh, read her first sentence or two, you couldn't help but read the next sentence. It just kept building. And it said something along the lines of, I was flying at 50,000 feet when my right engine died. I started to panic. Mm. Uh, it's like, well, <laughs> I want to know what yeah. happens now. You know? And she went on yeah. in a story kind of way, talking about how 
she got herself under control and she knew that she had practiced enough by rehearsing so many times what could go wrong. She was prepared for anything that could go wrong and she didn't panic. She came mm-hmm. out of that and she took control. And as somebody in business or anywhere else, there are times when you feel like things are getting out of control and you might start to panic, but come out of it. You need to be prepared. And part of it is being prepared. So she talks about, you know, how you get prepared and, when you're prepared, you know, all of these, you have all these advantages, but people are looking for that message. And if she would have put that in a different format, if she would have just said, um, you know, I was an airline pilot for 20 years and I have a speech on staying prepared in tough business situations, like blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's really good to know because you want to grab their attention right away. Yes. Yes. So, you need to grab their attention and then hold their attention. And mm-hmm. if they don't care about what you have to offer because you're so niched and so specific, that's okay because they weren't your right audience. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So I have one last question. Yeah. This is a lot of people ask me this too. How do you know when you're making enough that you can quit your day job? <laughs> <laughs> well, because a lot of people, as you know, a lot of people want to be big in speaking, and that's all they want to do. So, so how do they do I that? think that uh, you're in in most cases, speaking is going to be in addition to anything else you're doing. It mm-hmm. is very, 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 very rare for somebody to make a full-time living as a speaker. That's not to say there's not a lot of them, but it's kind of like the, you know, A-list celebrities in Hollywood. So mm-hmm. there's enough to fill up an auditorium for the Emmy Awards uh, or the Academy Awards, but uh, think about how many millions of people there are that are, you know, waiting tables that have the skills and would love to be at that level, but they're not there yet. You know, they may have even had a job on a hit television show that lasted for a season or two, and then they're nobody anymore. They, can't, they haven't found work in forever. It's a lot like that for speakers. You may have a great run for a while, but it's very difficult to hold on to it for a long time. So uh, in most cases, you want to have something else on the back end. It's that whole multiple streams of income philosophy Mm-hmm. Don't just count on the income from your speaking business as a way to uh, really make a living. Uh, there are some people that are, are using that as a source, their main source of income, but that's not necessarily the way they're making a living, if that makes sense. Right. So they may have yeah, a spouse who works and you know, they're taking care of everything, but they've got some good money coming in that's helping out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you really need something on the back end. You need to have some uh, kind of uh, business consulting, you know, anything else that you can offer to people on that back end. It's often training and workshops if you're a speaker, which is kind of part of the speaking business, but often it's like a separate kind of thing. So I say that uh, it's almost impossible to get to the level where you can really quit your day job, but you may change what your day job is. How about that? 
Yep, that sounds perfect. And Brian, unfortunately, we are out of time. So what I ask all my speaker or all my speakers, all my guest experts is this. If there is any last parting words you'd like to give to my worldwide audience, we'd love to hear what it are, what it are. Oh my goodness, what it is. And thank you so much for being on. But do you have some last parting words for my wonderful audience? I would just say that if you are interested in being a speaker, you need to be out there and be seen. You need to get noticed. It does not matter how much you're getting paid. When you're getting started especially, it does not matter how much you're getting paid. If you're trying to build your speaking business, you need to build a demand for yourself, and that will not happen unless you are in front of as many audience as, audiences as possible. You need to be out there and be seen. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, you can go to speakermatch.com for more information on this wonderful site. And you know what? I think maybe, Brian, now that we've talked, I might see me as a new member because I love the idea. One thing for me is it was always kind of hard for me to always go out and look for speaking engagements. But if you can put your profile on there and just, you know, update it, but also keep going in and checking to see, but maybe... There's more, you know, more opportunities for speaking through speakermatch.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening today. Brian, thank you so much for being a wonderful guest today. I have learned so much, full page of notes, plus actually two pages of notes on the front and back. It's really great for me to be able to learn more about you and your business. And, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on today, coming on each day, each week, each month, and each year to go for it. It is my honor to be able to give you great guest experts to Increase your knowledge and increase your base of what you need for your business, right? And remember, this show is sponsored by Go For It Media Group, helping you expand your brand utilizing media. And so to remember to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day, you can check out my website, johosman.com. And there I also have a free discovery strategy session that's talking, helping you figure out how you can go for it with your business. And always remember... You are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out, be great today, be great always. And along the way, show some kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others. We never know what others are going through. Have a great week. God bless. And we'll see you here next week for another exciting show. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.